Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. If you are a CRNA, a busy mom, or a busy CRNA mom, or a woman looking to permanently lose weight, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Brittany Kolb from Weight Loss by Brittany. I'm a busy CRNA mom and certified life and weight loss coach. And like you, I not so long ago struggled to lose the weight and keep it off. But once I shifted my mindset and learned how I could use my brain to reach my weight loss goals, everything changed. I was able to lose 40 pounds and knew I had to share the secret with others. I'm here to help you achieve your permanent weight loss goals by uncovering what might be holding you back. Let's get started. Hi guys, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a series of questions from a uh, CRNA mom listener. And I thought, you know, rather than like putting it in a bunch of social media posts or whatever, that I would just address it all on a podcast. So I named this podcast uh, post-holiday listener Q&A. So here we go. So the first question she had was, how were you able to jump right back into your healthy patterns? And here's the thing. She kind of referenced it as like an on-track, off-track kind of mentality. And The way that I approach the holidays and the way that I approach the holidays with all of my clients is like, we're going to eat some joy food. Everybody is. We're going to eat the things that we are really, really, really interested in eating. And for me, specifically, I planned for Buckeyes, which I think I put on my social media stuff, those like balls of peanut butter insides covered in chocolate. Like they're stupid. They're so good. Uh, My mother-in-law makes them. They're amazing. I planned for peanut butter pie at my um, holiday party at work that my husband made, and he does a great job with that. I planned for a Christmas cookie, or at least one or two Christmas cookies. Um, I planned for a decent amount of holiday booze. Um, I was like, I'm going to have like a, you know, a bottle of like a seasonal beverage, you know, or a glass of a seasonal beverage, like bottle of beer, I should say. Um, I planned for pizza on Christmas Eve because we made homemade pizzas on Christmas Eve. I planned for some like marmalade meatballs. I love this like old recipe from Sandra Lee. If you guys were ever into the whole, you know, watching Food Network kind of thing, that was like my life for a long time. And I've held this rest onto this recipe for years now. And it's like this great recipe, totally full of sugar and amazing. Um, Right. So I made a plan and there was never a time during that plan while I was eating those things was I ever thinking, oh, I need to get back on track because I was on the track the whole time. Me eating off-plan food was part of the plan and therefore part of the track. So there was never a moment where I was like, oh, I got to get back on track. Does that make sense? So, and I also knew that as part of my plan that I also had like an exit strategy. I also knew like, okay, like once I go back to work, like I'm not going to be eating all of these things like usual. Like it's going to be done. Like I'm going to go back to my normal, regularly scheduled protocol of eating foods that um, serve my body and feel really good in my body. Here's the other thing, right? Like I also know that, and especially in reading Dopamine Nation, that's going to be one of my next books coming up that I'm going to do a podcast on. Like eating these things, the best, the best experience when you have like a cookie or when you have a Buckeye, or when you have some like novelty, you know, Christmas holiday food, the best time to enjoy that food is right after, like right, like the best time is like the first time. And then the subsequent times are never as good. Your brain wants 
to tell you that more is better. Your brain wants to tell you to keep eating them because they're just so good. And that's like a totally normal, primitive brain response. There's like no problems that you have that thought. It's just that really, ultimately, what I've learned is like, those Buckeyes taste the best the first time you eat them. And then the next time it's like, yeah, they're good. But like that first time was the best. And so trying to keep eating the same thing over and over again is just like, meh. It's like, I enjoyed it. It was great. I'm so glad I had it. And I could always plan to make it again some other time. But like during the holidays, this novelty food that's also like wrapped in emotional, you know, ties and tied with making like family memories, like this is like the best time to eat it. Me eating it by myself, you know, in secret later on is just not anything that is going to be as fun, if that makes sense. Although it used to be my go-to. So again, I wasn't able to jump right back into my healthy patterns. It's just that I had a plan. I stuck to the plan. The plan involved a decent amount of joy. And I also had a plan to, to exit that, that, those joy foods and get right back to normal, normal things. So there was never a track or off track. The next question she had was, you don't really miss eating sugar and flour and stuffing yourself. It's like a comforting blanket to me. It's terrible, but a habit. <clears throat> okay. I don't miss eating sugar because I eat it on the regular. I plan at this point in my journey, I plan to have about two off protocol things a week usually something that's sugary and then usually something that's boozy. Um, and sometimes maybe a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm a little froggy today. <clears throat> um, yeah, I just, I, I don't miss it because I always eat it. Like it's always in, incorporated in my life. And I also don't miss it because truthfully, the foods that I have decided to kind of keep on my protocol and eat with regularity and the things that I that I eat to serve my body, they are... I love them. Like I enjoy them. Like I eat my overnight oats every day and I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. Or I've recently switched it up a little bit and gone back to my like caprese salad with pesto because I have a shit ton of pesto in my freezer from all the pesto I made this summer. And I was like, I should probably get back on eating that. And I just was like ready to kind of change it up a little bit. And I got some of my lentils back. And so, yeah, I don't miss it because I love the food that I eat and I incorporate those things into my life every day. I know how to eat them all the time and I don't, so there's no missing the stuffing yourself. This was a really interesting um, question because I used to enjoy overeating. And the thing about it is, is that I liked overeating and stuffing myself because it ended up allowing me to not have to feel an uncomfortable emotion that I didn't want to feel. Okay. And so the fact that she's like, yeah, it's like a comforting blanket to me. I totally get that 100%. Overeating does feel like comfort because it really, you get that dopamine reward from it, but then it also just kind of like suppresses and pushes down and helps you like put away some of those uncomfortable emotions that you don't really want to feel. So at first in this process, not overeating, <clears throat> I am so sorry about my froggy voice. Um, and I don't have the energy to like edit this podcast. So I'm just going to do it. And I'm so sorry. Anyway, um, the, the overeating initially was tricky 
because here I was left with all of these uncomfortable emotions that I was like just so used to like buffering away with extra portions at dinner and ice cream after my son went to bed and booze after my son went to bed and all these other things, right? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, now I have to deal with this. Now I have to deal with the emotions that I don't really want to deal with. And thank God for coaching because that's when I was really able to be like, okay, like I don't need to stuff myself to discomfort. I can handle whatever emotion is going on for me and I can kind of coach on it and figure out what it is that's actually going on for me that I want to stuff down because this is what happens. Like you stop overeating and you stop buffering and all of the truth of your life is like revealed to yourself. Like all of a sudden, like the things that you've been trying to push away are now at the forefront and you have to deal with them head on. And if you don't know how to deal with them head on, if you don't know the why behind the overeating and the eating when you're not hungry, you don't understand that and you don't have anybody to help you manage your mind in those moments and to help you think a little bit differently in those moments and to help you like work through those problems, it is going to be really hard. Right. And that's why I do this coaching. That's why I help people with their emotional eating, because because I know exactly what you guys are going through. I know what it's like to think like, how in the hell am I going to survive without being able to overeat? Because it's scary. Right. And I get it. So you've got to figure out the why and you've got to start managing your brain around the why. It's like no wonder we go to food to kind of get that comfort and that that blanket. Yeah. And then she goes on to say, she's like, I feel like I would be lost without it. And yeah, I felt lost without it too. I really did at first until I learned to manage my brain until I really entered my coaching program. Um, the life coach school, uh, life coach certification program that I did. I was still, that's why I did it because I was like, I still feel really sticky. I'm still just sitting here and I'm really uncomfortable and I don't really know why. And until I started like really piecing it apart as to why I was so uncomfortable and why I was really wanting to keep eating and why it was so hard for me to stop eating, then it became so much easier. Then I became like, oh, okay, now I can really handle this. And I stopped feeling so lost and I started feeling so much more in control of my, in my brain and in my life and in my food choices. And then her last question was, did people lose weight in your group? And I was like, absolutely, they did. Um, Everyone has lost at least 10 to 25 pounds in three months or less, just in my group. And those are all CRNAs that are that I'm talking about right now. Um, Of course, in my one on one programs, everyone has lost at least, I want to say, eight to 85 pounds in eight months or less. So it's just everyone's on their different journey. They've got different goals. Some people come to me and they don't really want to lose a ton of weight. So you hear like 10 pounds. And for someone that wants to lose a lot more weight, that might not sound very good. But for someone who, you know, just really wants to gain control over food and just lose those last 10 pounds, that's like epic to them, right? So um, don't let the numbers necessarily be the guide here. It's like, it's like, whatever your goal is, I just meet you where you're at. Um, But not only did they lose weight or are losing weight, They also are like, I have the tools, the mindset, the skills, and the habits now that are going to last me for a lifetime. 
Like we reflected on where they were when they started and where they are now. And they're like, I can't even believe the person that I am today. The person that can walk into a bakery and have no desire for all the sweets that they would have wanted before but to have to be the person that can walk into the break room during all these holiday celebrations and like be in total and complete control over themselves to be the person that can that can coach themselves and figure out what's going on in their brain and manage themselves emotionally without having to utilize food like they've developed that skill set and they will continue to if they would like to lose more weight they will continue to lose weight um, and they will be successful at it because now the change in their brain is truly permanent. Um, and the other thing too is for the group that just finished and is entering my alumni program and for all my clients that are now entering my alumni program, now they're going to get continued support where they're going to still be able to get coaching um, in a private platform as needed. And they're going to be able to meet with me in a group setting um, monthly to be able to get additional coaching as well. So like the support is still there. Like I've always maintained a certain level of communication with all of my clients because I just really love them. And, um, and then that's why I decided to do this alumni program. So it's like, I wanted to be able to do have continued support for them moving forward as well. Cause again, I think weight loss is, something that is, it's like people think they should be able to do it on their own. People think like I should be able to do this on our own, but like permanent weight loss and changing your brain is not something that just happens overnight. It's not something that like a lot of people can just do on their own. And I challenge you to think like, you know, so many of the hardest things we've ever done, we've done in a group. You know, we went to anesthesia school and nursing school and we met with study buddies and study groups and we hammered all that out, you know, and We've raised our children, you know, with the help of our own parents or siblings or nannies or whatever, like our friends, like, you know, it's like we do all these other hard things in life with the aid of other people. But we're like, no, 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 weight loss. I should just be able to do it by myself. But why is that like that's not true? Like it is so much easier when you have the support of other people. And I think, too, the other thing that some of my clients were saying, they're just like, I just love meeting with you every week because it just totally like resets my commit, my like commitment, resets my intention. I'd like, I learn something new. I learn a new skill. I learn a new tool. I learned something that like, you know, was holding me back and now I'm able to, to move forward. So there's that piece of it as well. So anyway, I hope this uh, podcast was helpful for you guys. Um, yeah, I think those are all the questions that I had. If you missed the enrollment for my January group, um, I am just going to go on ahead and start a wait list for my next group. So I'm going to get, I'm, it probably won't be together by the time I publish this, but be on the lookout. If you're on my email list, um, you can go to weightlessbybrittany.com and jump on my email list and I'll start, um, I'll put out some information about just getting on the wait list for my next group because I've already had a lot of people be like, oh no, I missed your group. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'll just, I'll start a wait list and we'll figure it out from there. Okay. Cause I want to be here for you guys. I love you so much. All right, friends. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this was helpful for you um, and kind of help clear up. I mean, I was thinking, you know, maybe you might have some of the same questions. So, all right. Talk to you later, guys. Love you. Happy new year. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. And if you like what I shared today, you should also check out weightlossbybrittany.com for even more great weight loss tips, some of my favorite recipes and mindset tools that I use to lose 40 pounds. Once there, you can also book a free consultation with me, Brittany Kolb, your certified life and weight loss coach. <laughs>